Welcome back, you guys. This is a podcast between everything and nothing. For the for those of you that are just new and listening in, my name is Mo, and today with me I have a very special guest. We got Reem Kawaz in the building. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. We've actually been waiting a while to get you on, but then our schedules never really synced up, and then we both got busy. COVID Life, too. COVID, yeah. all that good stuff. So, but here we are. And... Reem, actually, I've always wanted to have Reem on here just because I'm a big movie buff. I've never actually met someone who watched as many movies as I did or even watched more until, like, I met Reem. Because then, actually, I saw she posted this list today. It was called, like, the top 100 movies that should be on your bucket list. And she actually watched 69 of them. Yeah. And I did it out for fun. I was sitting there just counting them out. And I was like, let me see how many I have. And I was like, 48. Like damn, so she's a way bigger movie buff. Also, her dad's like a director. And you want to talk about anything like your dad's directed? Sure. Um, so my dad is an independent screenwriter and producer and director. So he's made, I want to say, eight, eight to nine independent films. Okay. That have been released to public, and some of them have been on Showtime. Some of them, I think, one is actually tr- going to be on Netflix. Okay. Um, they're in the process of selling that, but I'm not entirely sure. Ooh. He's also done some like music videos. Um, Anything I would have seen? Commercials too. I don't think so because they're more like random Arabic singers. And <laughs> <laughs> he he made a commercial for um, this one suit shop in Novi. Okay. And he submitted it to this one fe- festival and won 16 or 17 awards for it. For a commercial? For a commercial. You, you can submit those to film festivals? Yeah. I didn't even know that. There's like commercial festivals. And it won. Wow. It's pretty cool. Dang. So like what like what's that like being daughter of like a director? How is that? Like does that make you more critical or analytical of movies when you first watch them? Do you go in there with like a preconceived notion of what to expect when you first watch a movie? Yes. Are so... You, uh, growing up, my dad always told me that if there's anything I should take out of this life, it's to become a critical thinker okay. and to never settle for anything less than what you expect. Mm-hmm. So he really showed me that through watching movies. Okay. Every single movie I watched growing up, my dad would be like, oh, this is this type of shot. And the reason why this is happening is because of lighting and sound effects and this and that. So he broke down everything. So even when I watch scary movies, which are supposed to be scary, in my head, I'm breaking down every scene. And this is when you're a kid, right? Yeah. So (laughs) movies, to me, are just like, I'm deconstructing it now because of what he's taught me. Because of everything that he's shown me. Dang, that's crazy, though. Because, like, I started learning about this later on. Like, like different techniques they use to record movies or, like, film edits. Like, a lot of things you do for, like, recording action movies, film editing, just make it look like it's real. But it's kind of cool to be on the other side of that so early on. But that aside... Now back to this list of 100 movies, I kind of wanted to talk about some of them because I've never actually talked with people because my, my family are not like big movie buffs like that. Like my sister loves rom-coms. I hate rom-coms. Those are like guilty pleasures though. I, I, they're not guilty pleasures for me. Just it's because, like white noise for me. I just yeah. turn it on and it's in the background. Like every single one of them is built the same. It's true. Yeah. And that's, yeah. it's not interesting to me. Okay, before we start, I just want to ask one thing. What's your favorite movie? All, like okay, maybe, maybe not favorite movie, but like... What's one of your favorite go-to movies? Okay, so I can answer favorite movie because it's actually a tie between two. Um, Fight Club and Interstellar. So I'm a a huge, huge fan of both of those. 
And pretty much anything that Christopher Nolan has ever directed, Done. I'm just an epic fan. Like Memento, all those movies? Yeah. Dark Knight Trilogy mm-hmm. is like my favorite. Now, I'll give you Fight Club, because that's one of my favorite movies too. But Interstellar, I just, I don't know why. Just, it was, I thought it was a good movie, but I didn't think it was the mind-blowing experience maybe you're relating it to. So, but, but, but maybe because you're into space, that's like... Yeah, so yeah. I was just about to say. So for someone who's as big of a nerd as I am when it comes to space and when it comes to like... The, the concept of time mm-hmm. and relativity that was mind blowing for me to be able to visualize it it was crazy well yeah no, no the visuals were insane yeah but for me and I don't know why but if you want to talk about like fav- one of the, my favorite movies Minority Report oh <laughs> I know it's so random <laughs> I know it's so random but I freaking love that movie my mind when I first watched it when I was younger my mind was blown Wow. I know, it's like a random Tom Cruise so, movie. Yeah, it's yeah, so I know. Random. Yeah, 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 it's like a random movie, Tom Cruise movie, but I don't know why. Like, that's what, like, because I like some sci fi movies. Too. That's like one of my favorite movies ever. That one, um, I like a lot of Tom Cruise movies too, I guess. Mission Possible, that one. So you're more into action? Action, sci fi, definitely. Like, you ever watch Edge of Tomorrow? No, I don't think I have. I love that. That's such a good Tom Cruise movie. And so under, no one's ever watched it. I, I don't know why. But I like action, sci fi. Have you seen his movie Night and Day? Yeah. I'm a see, huge fan of that see, one. See, I like that. Like, that's one of the better rom-coms, I would say it is, because they actually played off each other well, him and... Yeah, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Okay, but like, you know, without getting sidetracked for like the fifth time, <laughs> let's go see this list real quick. Okay, Shawshank Redemption. So it was like 100 movies. I said I watched 48 of them. I guess I started watching movies later because there were a lot of old... Okay, I watched some older movies. Like, Clockwork Orange was just weird. Like, I, I mean, I get... It was one of those classic movies where, like, it's, like, one of, like, the 100 greatest movies of all time, whatever. But maybe because I'm older, I just couldn't, like, relate to it. I'm like, why are people think this movie's amazing? Well, define older. So, like, how old are you when you tried to watch it? Like, 18. So, try watching it now. Try watching it now? Yeah. Maybe, but I was like, why is this movie crazy? Like, why are people so, like, mind-blowing? Maybe it was so controversial because it came out back in the 70s, but... Right, but I mean, if you sit down with your current mindset, I feel like it, you'll, you'll be seeing more. it in a different set. Yeah, different set of eyes. It could. What about from here? Yo, Snatch is a very underrated movie, low-key. Like, Snatch, I think, is one of the greatest movies It is, of all really. Time. It's such an underrated movie. Not a lot of people watch it. Uh, not a lot of people know about it. But every time I go to watch it, it's just I'm always mind-blown by it. I think a lot of pe- movies here on this list, like even though they're classic, these like legendary movies, not a lot of people have watched. I hate The Notebook so much. So do I. I thank you. It's overrated. Thank you. It's so over... It's overrated. It's not that good. It's completely predictable. You want to watch a good Ryan Gosling movie? Go watch Drive. That's on this list. Yeah, Drive is amazing. Listen to the score too. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, I yeah. love that playlist. Do you listen to like movie scores like in the car and stuff when you're driving? <laughs> I actually do. Do you really? Don't tell my dad because then he'll just win every argument for the rest of my life. It's okay. He can, he can just like listen to you say it when he listens to this eventually. <laughs> but um, when I'm working, I actually listen to the score for the Dark Knight trilogy, Interstellar, Inception. So um, anything Nolan? M83. Yeah, anything okay. Nolan. <laughs> everything Nolan? Yeah, Hans Zimmer is just... What was his over. new movie kind of came out recently? Christopher Nolan? Yeah. Literally a couple weeks ago. I never watched it, though. I think it had, like, Denzel's son. I have no idea. I'm What's so it? out of touch with the world right now. I'm so out of touch with recent movies. I haven't watched a lot of recent movies, honestly. 
That's why this list kind of spoke to me more. But there were movies I was surprised that were not on here. Like, did you watch, like, the new Planet of the Ape movies? No, but I hate remakes. But they're so much better than the originals. I don't know. There's something about originals. I just, I like the the classic copy. But what know? if the classic copy wasn't that good, though? Like, I know people... I know it was bad. Yeah, it was a bad movie. It was very poorly made, but, yeah. like, I don't like remakes. <laughs> I'll give it to you, though, because there are some movies that, like, I don't know. I feel like nowadays, people, like, every movie you see is a remake or a sequel to something that came out, like, 55 years ago or 20 years ago. It's because people are losing their creativity. But also, I think it's because there's so much going wrong with the world, and the older generation's, like, barely hanging on. So I feel like they're bringing back all these oldies to, like, to reminisce. Yeah, it's like nostalgia pandering, too. It's, like, safe to make money. That's why they're making all these Disney remakes, too. So some of the movies on this list that I think are like absolutely iconic okay. are um, The Silence of the Lambs. I don't know if you've oh, ever seen that. Of course, that. I've seen Silence okay. of the Lambs. Come on. And Seven. I love Seven. Seven is so One of the mess- greatest it's, movies. It is, but it's so messed up though. It is, but it's it was just made so elegantly, even though it's so bad. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you a controversial one. Yeah. Lion King is like not even my favorite Disney movie. What? I know, right? <laughs> How are you a child of the century? <laughs> yeah, I was like, so I was like late on Disney, like movies. I kind of watched them, like a lot of them later on in life. I'll tell you, probably Hercules is my favorite Disney movie. I, I know, feel like right? nobody likes that movie. I don't know why. I love Hercules. Hercules and Aladdin. I love Aladdin, Aladdin just because it's being carried by like Robert Williams the whole time. But like, That's true. Li- I like Lion King, but I don't think it's the goaded movie where people put it as. I think it is. And the remake killed it killed whatever I liked for it even more. I didn't even watch it. I couldn't. It's so bad. I couldn't. Like you don't you lose the expression you lose all that expression like expressiveness you had before from all the characters, like that was like animated very beautifully back in the day. Then now you had them with no facial expressions, just random voices coming out. Throw Beyonce on every song. She made the entire album. She did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that. Lion King is like not my favorite Disney movie. I love The Matrix. What about Wally? That's on this list. I love Wally. Wally is probably one of my favorite Pixar movies ever. I love Wally. It is. It's but phenomenal. The f- second half isn't as strong as the first half of the movie. Like once they get to the space station, I feel like it kind of loses momentum. But those scenes on Earth and the fact that the movie that looks that good that came out in 08 right is crazy. Yeah. The, the graphics, everything, yeah. the design. I think the story was actually really good. Well, the story too. was amazing. Very eye-opening for kids. Like, the fact that you had, like, a story going on for half the movie, had no dialogue. Right. You could understand everything that was happening visually. No, Wally, I loved Wally. I also think that's why Drive is so good. No there's talking. no talking. But it's such a good movie, because whatever talking here, like, means something. Yeah. There's no backstory, there's no talking, and you're just like, what is happening? That's why I'm so surprised to see it on this list, because I feel like not a lot of people would ever think of that as, like, a classic movie. To me, it is, because, like, I, I saw it and was, like, mind blown. What else on this list? Casino Royale. I love that movie. Wait, so, are, wait are, are you talking about the original or the... I don't know. That's the only thing. I didn't know if that one was Oh, I'll give him the Daniel Craig one. I love Casino Royale. I'm not a huge fan. Really? Yeah. Uh, but, but from his all, from all his James Bond movies, is my favorite. I recently watched Spectre. I guess that was the last one he made. It was so bad. So I'll give him Casino Royale. I love Casino Royale. I don't think I've watched most of the old ones. I think I watched like Dr. No, Octopussy, and then a lot of the Pierce Brosnan ones after that. And I, I love it, his. Pierce Brosnan's? I don't yeah. like his. Let me I thought, tell you why, though. Okay, it's I, very nostalgic for me because I used to play uh, 007 on N64. Okay. N64. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
and they used to have his face. Yeah. If you remember. Yeah, yeah. So that is just that reminds that's me of my childhood. For you. Yeah. That's everything for me. But just movie wise, when I watch, um, I think what do you have? Tomorrow never dies or die, die another day, something like yeah, that. Yeah, die another, die day. another day. I was like, I think it was too gimmicky for me. All the gadgets and stuff like that. I like how Casino Royale was more grounded. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, that was my thing. Mean Girls, classic. Absolutely. There's whoever a whole day like, dedicated Whoever to doesn't it. like Mean Girls is like either lying or hasn't even watched it yet. It's the only thing exactly. I can give um, Oh my God, another one. I'm not a huge Toy Story guy. Me either. Yeah, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. It I'm never settled one. with me. Me either. That's not my, probably my favorite Pixar movie from that time would be Finding Nemo. Over a Toy Story. That one's constantly playing in my house because of my sister. <laughs> constantly. We're watching Finding Nemo and Finding Dory every day. Dory was so... Dory, see, I think Nemo worked because you never got slapped in the face with so much of um, Alan Jenner's like, voice. But like, and Dory, when it was constantly just about her mm-hmm. character, that's when I think I didn't like it. I thought it was a good story. It was a good story, but I think just the... Like, I think it was a good balance of having it, Nemo in, like, in the first movie. It was a good balance of all the characters. Okay. And the second one, let's just, just like slap you with like Dory in the face for like another two-hour movie. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Gladiator, classic. Seven Samurai. Okay, I never watched Seven Samurai. I watched the like this like anime remake of it, and I loved it. So I figured they like, and it's like one of those classic movies where everyone tells you, you should watch. It's like yeah, you should. Really? I won't. I won't give away anything, but you should. Okay, because the anime remake, the anime version of it is amazing. Yeah, definitely one that I would recommend. American History X, for sure. That one's really good. It's so educational. <laughs> <laughs> would you put it on top there, though, as like a legendary movie you should watch? I don't think so. Really? I would. 100% really? I would. I love American History X. What do you think of the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Okay, you know what's really messed up about the Lord of the Rings? I watched them after I finished the Hobbit trilogy. Oh no! So that kind of ruined, yeah, that ruined me going into the Lord of the Rings trilogy. The Lord, no, Lord of the Rings is way better than the Hobbit. I'm that. I hated the Hobbit so much. Really? Yeah. Okay, the second one I liked, the Desolation of Smog. Yeah. I liked that one. I hated the first one. The third one was like whatever to me. So for me, the Lord of the Rings was like coming out the same time Harry Potter was coming out, right? I was never into Harry me Potter. Me either. I was always into Lord of the Rings. So every single time a new book came out, my dad would buy it for me. We'd go to the movies and we'd watch it. And so The Lord of the Rings is like my childhood. Whereas okay. like when I talk to other people about it, they're like, oh it's no, I, Harry Potter. I, I was watching Harry Potter. I'm like, I actually haven't seen anything past the first movie. Yeah, see, I wasn't really big into watching either of those. I watched, I read more. I don't know if you know the Percy Jackson series. Yes. The movie sucked. The movies were terrible. But like I read those books, Cirque du Freak. Again, the movie sucked, but the books were amazing. But then I missed the whole Lord of the Rings and the Harry Potter craze. And then when I came back and watched all those movies, see what it was about. I'm like, Lord of the Rings is way better than this. But I like those fantasy movies and stuff yeah. like that a lot better. You ever watch Aragon? Aragon. It was like the, the dragon. Oh, yeah. It was so bad. That was pretty bad. That's that was so terrible. Old. That was probably the first like big fantasy movie I watched. I had to like dig in the archives yeah, yeah, of my yeah. brain for that. I remember, I never forget that movie just from how bad it was and how like much I was laughing watching it. No. What else on this list? Let's see. Have you seen Office Space? Okay, I don't think I've seen the movie, but is that that... You ever see on TV when they always mimic that scene of them walking out in a lot, grabbing a computer and throwing yes. it on the floor and smashing it? Yeah. See, I know the scene. I've never watched the movie. So let me tell you something about this movie. When I started my current job, 
everybody in the office was always referencing this, this movie. Yeah. Literally every single meeting, anytime someone walked by, I'm like, what are you guys, what is this inside joke that I'm not getting? So they made me watch it. Okay. And the movie sucks. It does it really? The story sucks. Why is it referenced so much? The score. Okay. The score of the movie makes everything. Like that scene is so iconic, yeah. literally because of the song. Yeah, that's the playing. music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, some parts of it are funny. Like, don't get me wrong, but like the movie itself, I didn't think carried as much emphasis and as much like excitement that everybody makes it out to be. Dang, I just realized I would put American Beauty on this too. You know, I haven't seen American Beauty. Wow, really? <laughs> so I feel like in the '90s and that stuff, they were all making these movies, kind of like Office Space, where. It showed all these like middle-aged men working these like white-collar jobs and just wanting to get out. Like American Beauty, Office Space. You should definitely watch American Beauty. Okay. I mean, I don't know if it's cool to watch like Kevin Spacey movies, but if it is, you can go ahead and watch American Beauty. I mean, you can watch anything of his old stuff. Anything like more recent, I feel people are <laughs> like, they're vetoing. They're like, don't touch it. Wait, wasn't that movie on this list too? Um, the Usual Suspects. You never um, watched Usual Suspects. Yeah, Usual Suspect is on this yeah, list. You never watched it? I have seen it. Oh, okay, cool. I'm about to say, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. I no, watched that with my dad. Good. That's an amazing movie. Yo, No Country for Old Men is... I thought it was good. I didn't think it was like where people said it was one of the greatest movies of I all time. I think it was fantastic. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was like... Maybe because it just takes, took so long to build up for me. Because that movie was so slow at the beginning. You know what movie but, on this list I think is really overrated? Which one? Saving Private Ryan. You're tripping. Every, every single man I've ever met is obsessed with this movie. For it's some a good reason. movie. But it's not that good. The acting is amazing. Right, but it's just another war movie. <laughs> wow. I think maybe because it set the precedent for being like a really good war movie. Maybe once you watch a million of them, like they all look the same, but... Probably. Maybe, maybe my judgment's been tainted. It has. Trust me. I love that movie. Gangs of New York shouldn't be on this list, to be honest. I like that movie. I thought it was... I didn't think it was... It's being carried by Daniel Day-Lewis's performance. Like, you can tell me whatever you want. Like, his... Like, as the butcher, he's, he was carrying the movie. But I didn't think overall it was, like, this groundbreaking... Where it should be on the list of 100 movies to watch before you die. No, I would not put that on that list. I don't know. I think I'm biased because I like Martin Scorsese. I like Martin Scorsese, too, but I wouldn't put him on a list of, like... Like, just because, like, you know, the actor... Just because the director makes a movie, I wouldn't put him on this list just because... Like, I wouldn't put every Christopher Nolan movie on this list just because it's Christopher Nolan. I don't know. I'm also biased, so I probably yeah, would. See. <laughs> I'll give you Goodwill Hunting. Never watch Wizard of Oz. Have you seen Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah, of course I have. I love that movie. Yeah, no, it's a great movie. It, I'm obsessed with that movie. It's another one of those low-key movies, too. Yeah. You should watch Groundhog Day. Because COVID right now yeah. feels like that movie. Where like, the day keeps repeating over and over. See, I know the plot. I just never watched the movie. So you should watch it because like there are theories behind it. There are Reddit pages. Really? Trying to estimate how long he was in Groundhog Day. Seriously. Is that deep? Because he like learns how to play the piano like professionally. So this one guy made a whole like equation for it. He was in there for like two thousand some days and that's how he learned to do it. If you like stuff like that, that's how that's what the plot of the Tom Cruise movie I was talking about, Edge of Tomorrow is. Mm-hmm. It's like an alien invasion and they they somehow give him the power to like his days keep repeating over and over and over again. He has to figure out why pretty much. Oh. You know what movie, movie should be on this list? 
Arrival. Oh, I was just thinking of that right now. Yeah. Arrival. Arrival is amazing. I thought that was extremely underrated. Because yo, that plot twist actually threw me off. Like I did me not too. see it coming. Like that was the first time in like one of these movies where I did not see the plot twist coming. Right, and that's actually why I love Fight Club so much. Because the first time I watched it, I did not see that coming. But then you see when you watch it again, all the all the, like, those little tricks, all the, the indicators. Yeah, 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 they were in there. That's kind of like that other movie. Um, six. What was Six Sense? Um, yeah, six cents. Was it? Was that one? I one? see dead people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I never watched that movie to like make out that. But I remember like you know people were tripping like, oh my god, if you actually watch the movie again, you can actually see all the hints in there and stuff. Hmm. Her is a good. Her is good. Her was okay. Her was good. I would not put it as like a movie you have to watch before you die. But her is good. I didn't think it deserved like an the Oscar, award or, the, or, or, or Oscar, nomination or whatever. I know it was categorized, yeah. but I don't know if it won or I don't remember if it won or not. Let's see what else on this. Airplane. Never watched it, but here it's a classic. You should watch Airplane. It's so funny. I don't know if I want to go back to these like old... Like, that's why I never watched Ghostbusters. That's why I've never watched um, like say Groundhog Day. Like I don't know if I like feel like going back to all these like 70s... Or, uh, what was that? These 80s, I think they're 80s. 80s like, comedy movies. But they're good. Like, you can tell why they're classics after you watch them. That's fair. One movie on this list that I don't think should be on here at all is Dirty Dancing. I know everybody loves that movie. I've seen it, like, a hundred times because my mom was obsessed with it. But I don't think it's, like, on the bucket list. It's not something you have to watch before you die. Okay, it's kind of like a pedophile movie, too. Isn't she underage in the movie, too? Isn't she, like, 17, 16? I honestly have no idea. Yeah, I think she was. I never paid attention to that. (laughs) Never watched Back to the Future, I know. You should. Yeah, again, the same thing. I don't feel like going back to these 90s, 80s uh, comedy movies and, like, trying to get myself to watch them. Schindler's List is freaking amazing. I have to agree, yeah. Schindler's List should be, like, top 10 on this list, like, easily. Never watched Casablanca. I feel like you, of course, had to because just like your dad probably made you watch that movie. I actually had to watch that movie because of a class I took. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang. <laughs> it was so random. Was it good? Is I it worth? I thought it the, was okay. Yeah. Was it worth the hype? Where people like? No, but now I know where everybody of all the joints. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up in mind. Yeah, it's yeah. like where I hear all those phrases from. Yeah. Snatch, old boy. Never watched. Never watched any Indiana Jones movie. Except for like the one I think that came out in 08, Kingdom Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I watched all the old ones. I didn't watch the most recent one. Most recent one? I, it wasn't a good movie. That's the one I think with Shia LaBeouf. That's why I didn't like it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's why. But I didn't watch all the older ones, but people were like, it's classics. I don't like any of the continuations that are happening now. Yeah, so no. like, I watched all the really old Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. but everything that came out in the 2000s, I didn't look at. How would you rank the Star Wars movies? I like the old ones. Like the four, five, six. Yeah. Okay. Because I actually watched the the prequels first with my cousin, mm-hmm. Zan. What up, Big Z? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> He's just too shy to hop on the podcast right now, but we'll get him here another time. We'll, we'll like bash Game of Thrones together. But, um, yeah, he, like, we, so back when I used to live in Lebanon, we randomly happened to have the prequels, like one, two, and three. Maybe because I was a kid that never had that Star Wars bias. I thought I didn't think they were terrible movies. Like people now say, one, two, three are like the worst things ever made. Jar Jar Binks. I like Bing. them. I thought they were okay. I thought they were good. Yeah. Now I went back and watched the 
the prequel, the, 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 the four, five, six ones. I thought, okay, these are actually good movies, but I wouldn't say like the first three were terrible. Some parts were boring and long, but I wouldn't say they were terrible. And I really liked, I really liked the new ones, like the seven, eight, nine. I didn't watch them. Oh no, I we, we get you really should. To watch them. You really should. Honestly, seven, eight, nine is actually really good movies. Maybe I'll consider it. You should. Have you seen The Pianist? No, but should I? Yeah. So it won the award that year. I'm not sure which one. I can't remember. Probably an Oscar. But um, definitely deserved it. What's it about? Isn't it like something about I think the Holocaust or something like that? Or am I thinking of a different movie? I think you might be thinking of a different movie. Okay. It's been a while since I've seen it. But I remember thinking... It was amazing. That it was really good. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever watched... Think, me thinking of that, you ever watched The Boy in the Striped Pajamas? No. Really? You ha- that you put that on your list now, or you gotta ask your dad about it, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas? That's like the one of the greatest movies you'll ever watch. Why? You, you'll cry at the end. I mean, it's not hard to make me cry, so it's not... Yeah, but, okay, but this one, like, 110%, you'll be crying by the end. All right. It's and like... It's like during the Holocaust time, stuff like that. It was like a POW camp. Definitely watch that movie. You know which movie I like that's not on here? Changeling. I don't think I've ever heard of that. For Angelina Jolie? Yeah. Really? I don't think I've ever heard of that. Wow, really? That's such a good movie. She, like, um, loses her son... She gets a backup boy, but she thinks it's not him, and like everyone else is convinced that th- this is the kid. No. Never watch it. Mm-mm. It's like sad, like in the thirties or forties something. Watch that too. I'm gonna start hitting you with random movies though. Prisoners. She's got a movie actually. Um, crap. I don't remember what it's called, but I know in the end she like fakes being pregnant, and everybody thinks that she's actually pregnant, and she gets stabbed. What? And it turns out that she's not. And she kills the guy who's, like, been chasing her throughout the entire movie. I can't remember what that movie's called. Is it old? It's not that old. But it was... It's unbelievable. I, I'm going to find out what it is. What about Prisoners? You ever watch that? No. Really? Wow. I feel like there are, like, four or five different movies called Prisoners, though. Okay, this one's with Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. No, I haven't. Dang. Reem, let, let me put you on. You're slacking. <laughs> Wow, you never watched Prisoners. It's like a thriller movie. I think, uh, what's his name? Jay Gyllenhaal is a cop. Hugh Jackman's kid gets kidnapped and they're trying to figure out who did it. Oh. Wow. That's probably why I haven't seen it. Really? You so like these... Thrillers? These like investigative movies. You don't like them? I'm not super into them. Wow. I'd rather play games. Like Zodiac? <laughs> like Zodiac. You never watched it? I've watched parts of it, but like it lost, wow. it lost me. Wow, really? I love that movie. Dang, let me think of... Wait, then how do you watch Seven? Seven's different. It's an investigative movie. It's Brad Pitt. <laughs> Just because it's Brad different. Pitt? Yeah, I went on like a Brad Pitt binge and I watched all of his movies. Did you watch um, Interview with a Vampire? I don't think I saw that. Really? Yeah. I told you you were slacking. No, I think it's because it had vampires. <laughs> wow, you don't like vampires either? No, Twilight ruined him for me. Okay, you ever watched Blade? I have watched Blade. That's what I'm talking about. See, Blade like makes except for the third one, but like Blade makes up for it. Yeah, so, I've seen that. Do you like Marvel movies? I never got into them. Wow. The only movies that I've watched are like the Spider-Man ones and then Iron That's Man. That's fair. Okay, so you never watched like the whole series? No, I couldn't get into it. So what's your genre, would you say? Like what genres do you like gravitate towards to? So, um, 
if I'm ranking them, comedy is my favorite. That's probably like my least. Comedy is my favorite. <laughs> That's like the opposite. Go ahead. Um, and then it goes into, I guess, psychological thrillers. Okay, I like those. Um, action is my least favorite because they're so predictable. Depends what depends which movies. So like the Untouchables. Untouchables is not even an action movie. I mean, kind of is, but it's like a drama. You should love that if you love Scorsese. It's basically a Scorsese movie. Yeah, but it was so like a bunch of really built men. Yeah. <laughs> flexing on each other. I mean, it's what they all are. Casino. That's what Casino was. That's what um, Goodfellas is. But that, they're different. That's what The Godfathers. All three parts were. So it's kind of like getting all kinds of different chocolates. Okay, melting okay. them all together, <laughs> adding like a bunch of different marshmallows, putting that all together. At some point, it becomes too sweet. Okay, okay? that's fair. That's what that movie felt like for me. Wow, I can't believe it, man. I love The Untouchables. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. Wow. So it goes comedy, psychological thriller. Um, sci-fi? Sci-fi. Yeah, I was just about to say. And then, I guess drama. Okay. But not the type of drama where it's just like dragging and it's long and it's very mm-hmm. high school. More of like. Uh, Try to think of that. Like Crash? Yes. Okay. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like dramas like that. Okay, no, I, I'm kind of the opposite. I, I put comedy at least just because I feel like comedy is so hard for movies to pull off. I don't know. Like to this day, probably Super Bad is still like my favorite comedy. Ever and that movie, so good. Yeah, and that came it's out. It's iconic. Like, I feel like nothing has like matched it. Like I've seen like other like. Okay, so my favorite would probably be, um, thrillers, adventure movies, action, sci-fi, and I put like probably comedy and dramas like towards the end. But okay. I like dramas too. But probably comedy would be the last. Probably comedy would be the last just because I feel like comedy is so hard to pull off movies. Like all these movies they tell me are funny. Nowadays, are just like not that funny anymore. Well, comedy today is very different from comedy like what it used to be. So yeah. like I'm thinking of like Three Amigos type of comedy. Wow, it's like, like such classic th- comedy. Okay, it's like way back or like Monty Python those things. Kinda. Okay, that's but fair. Yeah, I love Steve Martin. Steve Martin is hilarious. Like Pink Panther, even though it's not that good of a movie, is like still a good movie. Yeah, just because he's in just it. Just because he's in it, exactly. He makes it. Yeah, it's not even that good of a movie if you go back and watch it again. Both of them. Okay, um, I think I have one more movie on this list. I feel like uh, a little before the Prestige. You ever watch Prestige? Yes. Nolan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> should have, should have like walked into. I walked into that one for sure. Gladiator, hundred percent. Of course, I listened to that score too. Do you really? That's actually a good score. Yeah. I think another movie that should be on this is um, Shutter Island, Leonardo yes. DiCaprio. That was that's not, incredible. There's not a lot of really lot of DiCaprio movies on this. I don't know why the movie industry is, is not a fan of him. Yeah, me either. The rest of the world is. Because I feel up. like low-key the movie he won the Oscar for was like probably one of his weaker movies. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of Revenant. Yeah, Revenant wasn't all that. Like, he should have won it for... Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Catch Me If You Can is amazing. So good. Such a, no one talks about that movie. No, nothing. I swear. Like, I was actually taking a poll today. Yeah? Where they were comparing Leonardo DiCaprio's movies. Because today's his birthday, actually. Oh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> And um, I saw that movie come up. I'm like, wow, I completely forgot that movie existed. Yeah, I, it's I, so good. Never it's on TV or whenever I'm just bored, I'll watch that movie. I love that movie. I'm trying to think of more movie. I don't like The Aviator. Maybe it's one movie for him I don't like. 
It was okay. It was okay. Um, Shore Island's amazing. Inception's amazing. Inception, Loki. I think the idea or the movie itself overpowers DiCaprio. Watched it once. I know I loved it, but Inception. Yeah. We talk. Go ahead. So, um, I only watched Inception once. <clears throat> I know I loved it. I don't think it overpowered him. I feel like he carried it so well. He did carry it well, but I feel like you could have put another actor maybe in his spot. Could have been the same thing. Like there are some roles where. Like, I think one of his best roles of, like, probably 2010s is, was even his movie, Django Unchained. Yeah. Like, that was literally one of his best roles I've ever seen him in. Yeah, it was very out of character for and him. I, could I, not, I would agree. I could not imagine anyone else playing that role other than him, literally. Right. Or, let's talk about Quentin Tarantino for a minute, talking about Django Unchained. Okay. You like his movies a lot, right? I do. What would be, like, one of your favorite movies for him? This is going to sound very cliche, but Pulp Fiction is one of my favorites. Okay. No, that's nothing wrong with that. A lot of his movies are like favorites. Yeah. Mine and Glorious Bastards. I, okay. I forgot he made that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I absolutely love I, that, that movie. That movie to me is under, like, it's, like, even though his movies are so, like, weirdly paced, mm-hmm. they keep your attention. Like, literally, a normal conversation, I think, at the beginning of the movie, he's asking for, like, milk. He's just talking about the Jews. Right? It's such, like, so captivating. And he always it gets is. good actors, too. It's crazy because um, when I was on that like Brad Pitt binge, yeah. I finally got to Inglorious Bastards. I couldn't take Brad Pitt seriously, but the entire like when he was faking the mm-hmm. accents, but the entire movie was just so like captivating. That that was the first movie I watched for Quentin Tarantino. Really? That pulled me in. Yeah. Because ha- before that, I hadn't seen uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh no way! Yeah. No, I Inglorious Bastards is like an amazing movie. Pulp Fiction, obviously classic. Reservoir Dogs, I think it's like an underrated movie for him. I think so too. Like no one really talks about it. Like I think that was his first big movie, right? I don't know what order they came in. I think that was his first one. Um, I think my least favorite for him was the Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight was so bad. It dragged out for so long. Like I know he was trying. Like he always tries to go for like that big. Like build up at the end, but that build like the payoff wasn't even worth the build yeah. up at all. Zero. I feel like if he trimmed the hour and a half in the middle, yeah, would. and then just played like the first twenty minutes and then the last twenty minutes, yeah, literally, it <laughs> that was, would have been it. So and it was so a lot of it was honestly useless dialogue. Yeah. Like I know normally they have like the good like talking back and forth with his characters that make his movies, but that one was just so boring. I couldn't even stand watching it. Right. Like, you I, can't even compare it to Pulp Fiction or Inglourious Bastards. You know, I think you're the one that told me about it, and like, I'm like, you want know let me watch it off, like, Reem's recommendation. Not, not, not that you recommended it was good, but, like, because you love Tarantino, I was like, let me see how bad this movie is. And, yeah, I didn't think it was good. I remember walking out of the theater, and I was, like, I was with my dad, because mm-hmm. we were both, like, thinking about how to critique this, and I was just like, I can't believe that he made this. Yeah, right? I, like, Django Unchained is cool, but it literally picks up for me right when DiCaprio comes in. Like, the third second half. Literally. Like, before that, I thought it was a good movie, whatever. But right when he comes in, I think it's, like, the best half of the movie. Yeah, I I think so, too. Yeah, that works out. Okay. I think. Uh, what about TV? What do you watch? Oh, man. So, okay, I actually want to talk about one thing. Let's talk about... I mean, it's a while back. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about Game of Thrones. Okay. Because I've, I've wanted to talk about this for so long. And... Like, it's just such a crappy ending to a good show. So, I'm going to tell you about my relationship with the entire series. Okay. Okay. Um, I didn't watch 
Game of Thrones until like the fourth season was released. Yeah, I binged all. I watched like the third. Yeah. Yeah. And it was by fluke too. It wasn't like I heard it from anybody. Um, I was on HBO and it came up, and so I watched the episode and I was like, "What is going on?" Mm-hmm. So I found it on some random website and I just started binging through it. And then every time they released the season after that, I would watch the entire season, the whole thing, all over again. Yeah. And then watch the new the new season. You'd watch all four, for example, then watch the new season. Yeah. Oh wow. Like I would watch. <laughs> you had time like that? I went through it. Well, I mean, a lot I'm, of I'm it. Drawing, I was, well, I was, I was an undergrad. You. I know. I was messing with you. Um, and even though I was an engineering student. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm messing. I with made you. time. I swear, I'm, I'm, I swear, I'm messing with you. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so you can imagine, like I spent so much time watching that, and for it to end that way mm-hmm. was devastating. Like, it literally became a thing in my house. Nobody spoke to me for that week because I was just in a mood. I was like, I can't believe this happened. I can't but, believe this is what's happening. But even then, I kind of low-key started, like, feeling the show wasn't at, like, as good as it used to be after probably, like, season five. Because really? I think that was around the time when they said the writers, they ran out of books. Mm-hmm. Or season five, season six, one of them. And then, like, I felt like a lot of the characters lost their, like, what made them special. Like, Arya just became this invincible warrior that no matter what stop came in her way, she just throw, like... But I think that's what made her. Her I, character development, like, over the last few seasons was incredible. And then the, yeah, the see, finale, like, the, her ending it... was so weak. No, I did not like that because they made her into, like, some kind of invincible god towards the end, which, like, nothing can touch her. I was, like... No, I mean, I liked their going from weakness... To all that, to them building her up to be like, I thought they gave her like a good character, but they just made her into like a quippy action hero. They'll say like a badass line and then like throw a knife and kill someone. I don't even know. I don't. Th- I me personally, I feel completely opposite about me that. Me personally, I think everybody was expecting Jon Snow to end it, mm-hmm. to be the one to kill the, yeah. the Night King. But seeing Arya do that, no, that made the entire series for me. Really? Yeah. And I, I wanted, I wanted Light King to have more like impact too. I was mad they just made him like a random, I, yeah, cliche I was villain. It was so short. Yeah. But like, so. I get they spent the, all of season seven building him up, but damn, give him some dialogue. Like, give, give me something that makes me like, like actually interested in this guy, not him just being a random one-off. Let me just walk up here and get killed in one episode, villain. I was upset that the war scene. The war itself was like an episode. Yeah, and you couldn't even see anything. Yeah. Yeah, literally, like it was the whole season. Just I think I don't know why they were in a, t- in a time crunch to end everything too. I feel like Game of Thrones was so big, could ran it for like well, three more seasons. It would have been fine. The writers were promised to do some movie, I think. So they oh, were just like, oh yeah, forget half-assing this, half-assing this. Yeah. Wow, I can definitely see that in their work. Because um, like my favorite character Loki was Joffrey. Really? Just because okay, I love villains. Like in all movies, like like your your hero, or let's say you're an action movie, your hero is always only good as your villain, honestly. If your villain is crap, like that's something that I think a lot of the Marvel movies suffer from. That's a different topic for a different time. But your villain and Jeffrey was an amazing villain. He was. Like he was just this whiny, annoying kid. Yeah. And I always just wanted to see like how far he could be even worse. Like that scene when he had like those two girls in his room, he had a crossbow pointed right at them. I was like, dang. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. I think the actors that played uh, oh, Ramsey yeah. and Joffrey, both yeah. of them, they did incredible. Like, you actually hated them. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. No. I would see their pictures on on like Instagram or something, and I would think, geez, I hate these people so much. And that's why, like, I love him. Like, that's why I love him as the character. Like, think about Batman. Who, who makes the Dark Knight? Heath Ledger. The Joker. 
Yeah. And that's why that movie, I think, is so iconic. Like, Christian Bale was a good Batman, but no one puts him in the same regards as, like, the first Batman movie when Scarecrow was the villain versus... And right. Ra's al Ghul versus Joker. And the third one, who do you remember, too? Who do you see, like, every guy in Dearborn go as his Halloween? Bane. Bane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like villains make your show, and Game of Thrones had good villains going in. Yeah. I think Cersei also... I think... So, on a scale of all the villains... It would have to be, um, even though Joffrey was beyond comparable. Yeah. Ramsey was the worst. Ramsey was Ramsey made they, they did Ramsey so dirty. Ramsey was vulgar. <laughs> he was. He was. He like made me hate the show at one point. Like, yeah. I can't believe they actually wrote this into the show, mm-hmm. especially like with him and Sansa. I was heartbroken. But they knew why I hated Sansa so they much. They destroyed an innocent character. But she never started out innocent though. Because when she was married off to Joffrey in the beginning, she saw how evil he was. Because then, she was innocent and stupid. You, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, You look yeah. at little girls, you know, like, oh, yeah. I want to be a princess. I want to be a queen. Exactly. So that's what you think. But then writing that into the series. No, Ramsay was that guy. I think Cersei, I, kinda, I liked her development the most from, like, yeah. naive slave girl to, like, taking over to being, like, freeing like slaves. Like that queen. <laughs> to being that queen and then at the end of the day. Yeah. But then she kind of died, like, kind of... I don't like how she went out. Though. I don't like how they killed them off. I don't like how they killed off anyone season 8, honestly. No one season 8, the way they went out, deserved to go out like that. No, not at all. My favorite death on the show was Ramsey's. Just because everyone hated him. I celebrated yeah. that. Yeah, of course, because yeah. no one liked him. No, but Game of Thrones was a good show, but I just hated how the so much build-up... And I like even though, like, 5, season 6, 7 were probably weren't my favorite, they were still good. I just thought compared to like two, three, four, like those were un, like untouched, amazing. Yeah. Six, seven were fine. I agree. Watching the development of uh, Daenerys, mm-hmm. unreal. Yeah. I was sold. But then like her her arc kind of finished by season seven. Like she had already become the queen. Like she had nothing left to do. She, yeah. She's like playing a game of risk and yeah. she's claimed everything. Literally, she's, she's claimed everything. She has the three dragons. She could take any city she wanted to. It wouldn't be that wouldn't be that hard. Exactly. But I feel like that's why like the word they kind of fell off. But. Whatever, Game of Thrones overall good show. I think it kind of went off on the wrong foot. I'm trying to think of other shows. Of the same caliber? Kind of same caliber, yeah. So, mostly uh, HBO shows are like the Board- ones to watch. Boardwalk Empire? Yes. I love that show. Um, have you seen Euphoria? Yeah, I love... Yo, I was surprised Zendaya could like actually act. Zendaya's iconic. Yeah, She's she like is. the next... Beyonce, J Lo, everything combined, she can sing and act and dance. Can and she everything. sing? Yeah, remember she like she was on Disney. Yeah, but she was like as a shake it up as a dancer, not as like a singer. No, she also like released an album, I think. But was that one of those young. like Disney albums where like they just auto tune everything and it's crap, or it's like no, she like actually can sing. She sang. Like, is she actually like Ariana Grande? Nobody compares to Ariana Grande. But I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even trying to get into that argument with you. But like, I'm just talking about from the aspect of. You know how, like, the Disney machine and the Nickelodeon machine make these people into singers even though they suck? Yeah. But Ariana Grande was actually really good. Yes. Is but she, I, I know what she, you mean. Kind of like Selena Gomez. Yeah, like, kind of like can't Selena Gomez. Sing. She can't sing. There. But they just made her into something that can mm-hmm. sing. Like, is she like that or she can actually sing? So, she can't belt. Okay. Okay. But her voice is not terrible to listen mm-hmm. to. And she was actually on the score for Euphoria. Oh, no way. Yeah. Because Labyrinth dope. did the entire score, but she was on, like, the closing song. Doesn't that, like, blow your mind when you see that these characters from these random shows become big? Like, you told me that the girl cat from Vic- from Victorious would actually become, like, a world-renowned singer. Right. It's crazy. 
and, in America. And and and, the, and, the, and they used to do her so dirty on the show too. Yeah. Like she was beyond stupid. Yes, they did her terribly on that. I know. And no. even if you look back at like interviews that they had as a cast, yeah. everybody on the cast knew that she would become something big. And it's actually kind of sad to see how they like, talk to each other because even though like Victoria Justice was yeah. the lead of that show, they all were like, no, Ariana Grande is going to be the singer. Dang, it's so messed up. <laughs> yeah. They did her dirty. They did. Okay, guys, I think we're about to wrap it up here. But you know how we do it on this podcast. Before we leave, we always have the guests leave us off with a good quote. So, Reem, you want to send us off with something? Yeah, so going from one of my favorite Christopher Nolan movies. Okay. Um, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become <laughs> uh, the villain. Okay, I'll give you that one, though. <laughs> I thought you were hitting me with something more, like, profound than... Well, you love villains. We do love villains. That's yeah. fair. Okay, you guys, thanks for listening in. I'm available on all platforms, Apple, Spotify. And remember, this is the podcast between everything and nothing. Have a good day. Thanks for joining us, Reem. Thanks for having me. Of course.